Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It is Wednesday, February 16th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst. With me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Catherine Webb. Chad, how are the markets looking this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, relative stability, um, you know, really all day yesterday and overnight um, across uh, both, uh, both equity markets and crypto markets. Interest rates have been peaking up a little bit. There's a little bit of a relief uh, after, uh, you know, heightened tensions and really, really the situation along the border between Ukraine and Russia has been uh, forefront in a lot of uh, market participants' eyes. Uh, that, that looked like it was really coming to a head over the weekend. Uh, and then on Monday evening, we got some uh, potential relief with a report that said Russia was, was withdrawing at least a portion of its troops. Uh, now, I haven't really seen any real confirmation of that. And I don't think that the situation is any close to resolved by any means. Uh, however, I think just the fact that it's, it seems to no longer be a situation where where an invasion is imminent has uh, has at least eased some worries. Um, with that, we saw treasuries start to sell back off again um, as as kind of that that search for uh, defense and that you know the looking looking for uh, defensive things to hold abated a little bit. Uh, so we had rates come back up a little bit. Uh, equities bounced a little bit, as did crypto. Um, but right now, we're really just kind of in a holding pattern. Uh, Bitcoin's been holding right around 44,000 um, for almost 24 hours straight now with very little movement, uh, either a little bit above 3,000. Um, and kind of waiting for the next thing. Uh, we've also seen volatility, implied volatilities come in a bit. Um, and so uh, it's it's possible that we're uh, we're in a little bit of a little patch of stability at least for the moment uh, until until of course the next shoe drops. We'll see. We have uh, today, this morning, uh, in in a couple hours from when we're uh, taping this, we have VIX expiry. Uh, so we'll see if that VIX expiration has any effect. Uh, often, as the VIX contracts expire, uh, we see. Uh, market participants who use the VIX as a as a downside hedge will have to roll out those positions, so they'll have to you know sell out of uh, the expiring contract and buy into a new one. Um, they have a choice of either doing that or just letting the uh, contracts roll off. But either way, the market tends to uh, be less well hedged right around and right after this VIX expiry than it was just before the VIX expiry. So. It is possible that we will see um, a little bit of turmoil around that, but uh, you know, right now everything seems to be as settled in a bit of a holding pattern. We'll see how long that holds. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. On the crypto front, uh, Bloomberg reported that hackers have stolen 21 million Bitcoin and 50, 15 million ETH from accounts held with IRA financial trust, setting an anonymous source. IRA Financial Trust released a statement saying it had discovered suspicious activity that has affected a limited subset of its customers with accounts on the Gemini Crypto Exchange. Upon discovery, it immediately launched an investigation and contacted state and federal law enforcement. Gemini has responded saying that they were not breached and offered to assist in the investigations, but said that while IRA financials accounts are serviced on the Gemini platform, Gemini does not manage the security 
of IRA financial systems. An official statement has been released about the BlockFi lending investigation, which stated that the SEC has charged BlockFi Lending LLC or BlockFi with failing to register the offers and sales of its retail crypto lending product. This first of its kind action, the SEC also charged BlockFi with violating the registration provisions of the Investment Company Act of 1940. The order also found that BlockFi made false and misleading statements for more than two years on its website concerning the level of risk uh, regarding its loan portfolio and lending activity. To settle the charges, BlockFi agreed to pay a $50 million penalty, seize its unregistered offers and sales of the lending product, uh, which are called BlockFi interest accounts or BIAs, and attempt to bring its business within the provisions of the Investment Company Act within 60 days. BlockFi also agreed to pay an additional $50 million in fines to 32 states uh, to settle similar charges. An additional requirement is that BlockFi's parent company also announced that it, it intends to register under the Securities Act of 1933 the offer and sale of a new lending product. Uh, the outcome of the investigation in the statement was that without admitting or denying the SEC's findings, BlockFi agreed to a cease and desist order prohibiting it from violating the registration and anti-fraud positions in the Securities Act and the registration provisions of the Investment Company Act. BlockFi agreed to cease offering or selling BlockFi interest accounts in the U.S. And a final development on the regulatory front, New Jersey Rep. Uh, Josh Gottheimer has released an early draft of legislation that is aimed at placing definitions around stablecoins. The bill is called the Stablecoin Innovation and Protection Act and would propose defining qualified stablecoins, carving qualified stablecoins out from more volatile cryptocurrencies, and would put appropriate protections in place for consumers and investors. The bill goes on to add that qualified stablecoins could be issued by a federally backed bank or a non-bank that agrees to maintain at least 100% of its reserve assets consisting of U.S. dollars, U.S. debt, or any other assets the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency deems appropriate cash collateral. With that, I'll pass it now to Catherine to discuss some crypto funding news. Thank you, Martin. Neobank Atom has announced a raise of more than 100 million, giving the company a valuation of 590 million. Atom CEO stated that this capital will allow Atom to build on the progress we have made and will keep operating real time co competition for people who want to own their own home, growing their own business at times of rapidly rising costs, save, uh, cost saving for the future. Soul Machines has also announced a 70 million Series B1 funding round led by SoftBank's Vision 2 fund. Uh, the company aims to bring to life the metaverse with astonishing human AI platform that has the power to en enable digital workforces to be deployed throughout digital worlds. Uh, the SAFE Foundation, who are proposing to act as a steward for, Genesis, for the Genesis SAFE ecosystem, is planning a 100 million token sale with 65 million already committed. The raise will remain open until token holders uh, vote to spin off Genesis SAFE off from Genesis Limited. And documentation obtained by the block shows that the project is valued at 1.25 billion with investment from 1KX. Dragonfly Capital and Coinbase Ventures, as well as others. 
If the proposal goes ahead, the SAFE Foundation will establish um, will be established alongside SafeDAO at the Genesis and 1 billion SAFE tokens will be minted by the foundation. Next up, we have some partnership news. Uh, Back Holdings has announced a partnership with Velerance Bank in order to offer the bank's customers access to both Bitcoin and Ethereum through the bank's mobile app. Uh, Back will be responsible for custody and transactions of the crypto. Polygon and SIA Network have announced uh, the launch of a joint venture called DaVinci, which will enable personalized content streaming to NFT holders via smart contracts. Uh, next up, we have some legal news. Um, the Wall Street Journal has reported that the SEC is investigating the relationship between Binance US and the trading, trading firms Sigma Chain AG and Merit Peak. The agency has asked for information from all three companies relating to how they disclosed its potential links to market makers to their users. Next up, some NFT use. Um, the New York Stock Exchange has filed with the US Patent and Trademark Office, um, which indicates plans for a New York Stock Exchange-based cryptocurrency and marketplace to buy and sell and trade NFTs. In a statement made by the company, they said they have no immediate plans to launch, crypto, launch the cryptocurrency or NFT trading, but are, quote, regularly considering new products for the, and their impact on our trademarks and protect our intellectual property rights accordingly. Next up, some mining news. Um, new batches of Antminer's Z15 machines are now on sale uh, via the Antminer official website. Um, they went on sale on the 14th of February and available to the 17th. Uh, customers can purchase 50 units a day and will have access to batches at 8 p.m. Eastern times every day, with orders being shipped from China 10 days after the payments have been confirmed. Uh, the Monero mining pool, mine XMR, has over 1.4 giga hashes per second hash rate, which accounts for 44% of the total hash rate of the Monero network. Mine XR, XMR has approximately 13,000 miners and the mining, mining pool charges a 1% pool fee. So there are now potential concerns over a 51% hack on the network with community members reaching out to the mining pool say, to say that a 51% pool is not in the best interest of the community or the pool itself. Um, Concoro Phillips is selling extra flare gas to Bitcoin miners in North Dakota with the company currently running one project as a pilot scheme. The flare gas, which would be burnt off, is now being sold to third party Bitcoin processors. And finally, we're ending the news that Binance has renamed its Binance Smart Chain ecosystem to BNB Chain, with the token's name being rebranded to Build and Build. And that's all the news I have for you today. Hope everyone has a wonderful day. Back to you, Martin. Great. Thank you, Catherine. And thank you for your listeners for tuning in. Please check out crosshair.com for more market news and updates. Thanks for listening.